God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host and teacher, Brandon Dawson. Now, I'll be talking about the latest current events happening concerning the Russian-Ukraine war, the Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade, and the most recent prophecies concerning our present time in the coming collapse. your very first time tuning into our broadcast or your very first time of hearing about us, the Tribe of Christians, rather through one of our podcast platforms or through one of our video platforms. I just want to welcome you guys. Welcome. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for considering us. Thank you so much for listening and for watching. Uh, if you want to go ahead and comment or send me a message, just uh, let me know that this is your first time. I would love to hear from you. Now, a little bit of information about us, our ministry, we are located here in Charlotte, North Carolina. We are a prophetic and evangelistic ministry where we share the revelation of the gospel message of Jesus through biblical prophecy and the current events. Now, since our ministry was founded in 2017, we have seen and prophesied almost every single major world event that has happened. And in 2017, we accurately saw and prophesied of the coming plague of COVID-19, and we prophesied it twice. Now, we saw its political targeting of Christians. We also prophesied about that and the uh, churches, including its exact uh, timing, when these things would occur, and how the church would actually overcome. And then in 2018, we also prophesied the exact timing of the 2020 market crash in reaction to COVID-19. We also prophesied the passing of late-term abortion in 2019. And we also sent out a word prophesying that of the coming judgments over the nation that would target New York City that would lead to even a massive exodus out of the Northeast area. We also prophesied major weather patterns, including Hurricane Harvey that hit Texas. We have prophesied major volcanic eruptions in their specific timing. We have also accurately and prophesied the 2020 presidential elections concerning Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and the exact electoral count. We also prophesied accurately seeing uh, the events that happened in May of 2021 last year. We prophesied concerning the war that's happening right now in Ukraine and in Europe concerning Russia. 
And we've also accurately prophesied many other events that are happening or are going to happen. Now, you're also going to find every prophecy that we have put forth through our ministry carefully organized and documented on our prophetic section of our website. And they're all also carefully recorded on our podcast episodes. Now, our ministry, we are held accountable through several other overseeing ministries and churches. And we also have a statement on accountability on our website that you can read in detail uh, and our beliefs and how we view prophecy and biblical prophecy. And my personal email address is also listed there, so anybody can get in touch with me personally. Now, our purpose, the reason for doing everything, although the times are becoming more and more alarming, is not to frighten or scare anybody. We are absolutely in no way, shape, or form a doom and gloom ministry, but rather, as always, we serve to bring understanding and perspective on the world around us through the Bible to reach the lost for Christ, revealing the truth of the Word of God through the current events and through prophecy. We bring encouragement to the body of Christ by revealing the authenticity of the Bible, because the Word of God is trustworthy in all things, as it says that we can trust that God is faithful and trustworthy to bring both judgment and salvation, curses and both blessings, condemnation and redemption, And we also strive to bring edification where it is needed. So this means that our ministry will always, always put forward the truth. We will always speak the truth, and we will always place our faith and our obedience in God first before anything and anybody else. Meaning that if God gives us a revelation, if he gives us a dream or a word, whichever it be, no matter how far-fetched it may seem, no matter how crazy it may seem, And no matter how many people try to intimidate us or threaten us, we will always be obedient to God in that word at all costs, no matter what. And we do these things out of our love, out of my love for God, and out of our love for you. Now, we promise, I promise, to never compromise the truth, to never compromise our love for Christ and our love for you, and to remain faithful to the callings, the giftings, and the purposes that God has given to me in our ministry. So if I have personally given you guys a good enough reason to subscribe or good enough reasons to subscribe and you want to stay in touch with us and up to date on our ministry, on our publications, prophecies, words, whatever the case may be, or even our broadcast, you can either simply subscribe through our website or on any podcast platform or on any of our video channels. You can also join our ministry. You can join us and become an actual community site member right there on our website where you can actually go in and publish. Uh, You can go in and publish in our members group section or our forums. Uh, And if you have any ideas or if you just want to get more involved in our ministry, you can do that. You can get in touch with me personally or through some of our other members. And there are a ton of things that our ministry has to offer you guys and a lot of opportunities with us. Now, in this broadcast, I will be talking about the latest current events happening concerning the Russian-Ukraine war, the Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade, its potential outcome, and the most recent prophecies concerning our present, our present time and the coming collapse. So as always, every reference to previous word, teaching, or the media sources that I mentioned will be chronologically listed either in our About section or in the comment section down below for your reference at a later time. 
Now, there are two things that are and have always, always been consistent that are absolutely true, absolute truth, meaning that they are true at all times for all people, for all circumstances, regardless of whichever nation or place that you are in. And that is, first of all, God and the Bible, and second, the law of physics. They never change. And often, these two constant things affirm one another, and they go hand in hand. Now, for example, Matthew 7, 24 through 26, concerning the parable of the wise and foolish builders, Jesus said that everyone who hears his words and they put them into practice are like the man who built his house on a rock. But anybody who hears his words and they don't put them into practice, it's like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Now, Matthew 12, 25, Jesus is also saying that every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city and house divided against itself will not stand. And that is absolutely true, and is still true to this day. So if you look at ancient biblical Israel in the Old Testament, it was divided by two kingdoms, the north and the south, as a direct result of the sin of Solomon for allowing his wives to worship idols, and the nation, in consequence, did not stand. And it has been scattered twice in history, with both the Jewish temples being completely destroyed. So this principle is both in a physical sense and in a theological sense absolutely true. Now, over the course of this year, dealing with the number 2, the number 22, and the number 20, we can see that theme of division constantly reoccurring throughout our nation and in other nations around the world. That number has always symbolized division throughout the entire Bible. And in the beginning of this year, we actually put forward a prophetic teaching concerning the year 2022. In the Hebrew year for 5782, I talked a lot about that. We are living in a time and an age of relative truth, where it's all about personal perspective. It's all about your personal feelings, your personal desires, the truth being catered to the individual rather than the facts. And we see this occurring in every aspect in our social society and government and culture, and even occurring in the church. We call it cherry-picking the Bible, we, uh, where we take Scripture out of context and we conform it to our own perspectives and relational truth. Now, you don't need to be a biblical scholar. You don't have to be a physicist or a scientist or even a prophet to know that if you throw a rock up in the air, it's going to come back down. If you place an object on the ground without support, it's going to fall. One plus one always equals two. Two minus one will always equal one. In the end of the day, despite whatever perversions of facts and truth that are distorted, the Bible never changes. God never changes, and physics never changes. They are constant and absolute truths. What comes up must come down. An object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. Even the first law of thermodynamics, dealing with the physics of energy through heat, tells us that energy can neither be created or destroy. It remains constant and can only change form. That's the very definition of eternity, the very proof of the existence of God. The Bible even tells us that our God is a consuming fire. And if you look at the facts, and if you look at what is happening, a, a person with a simple 
Very simple rational thought process, just using basic logic and reasoning, can understand and see the coming consequences. It's simple logic and reasoning. That are there are many things, a lot of things happening that have been happening and they have been put in place, setting in motion, I believe, to intentionally, intentionally collapse not just our nation, but many nations, including Europe, as we are seeing, for the sole purpose of absolute control, absolute power, and for the intention of profit and wealth. Now, even the Bible talks about this. The very root of all evil comes from the love of money, greed. Now, money in itself is not evil, but the love of it, the worshiping of it is. Now, what has happened over the last two years? COVID-19, the lockdowns, censorship, uh, cybersecurity and cyber warfare, the war in Europe, all of this is gearing up to collapse nations for the purpose of control and for profit. Now, in the last two episodes, uh, including the just recent one I did concerning the blood moons coming up this weekend, I talked about Biden's cybersecurity agenda concerning digital currencies, dealing with not only the implementation of a global digital currency system, again, dealing with money, but also a system of regulation and strict control. Biden even revealed, published on the official White House website through the executive order on March 9th, literally in verbiage stating that these events are in fact orchestrated and designed by the G7 and G20 organizations and are a global effort. I also talked about the Communications Act of 1934, giving the President of the United States extremely dangerous and broad executive power of our nation's communications networks to include the internet and cell phones in the event of a national emergency, and how this system is currently being used and manipulated over the extortion of the January 6th protests at the Capitol and what they have labeled as terrorist, extremist, and insurrectionist. Anybody who disagrees with one particular political view or opinion is now officially labeled as a terrorist to provide and provoke fear to intimidate anybody uh, from safeguarding or protecting the nation's sovereignty. Okay, this is how these people operate. And the SOP of the Democratic Party is delusion, fear, intimidation, and control. In the last episode, I actually revealed how they are using that system to advance even further control and a narrative to actually further regulate and control the flow of information on the internet and also on social media platforms. And in censorship, I revealed how they are using the backdrop of the Russian-Ukraine war to justify massive control of our communications network in the event of a cyber attack or a false flag of a cyber attack or in the event of a threat of an attack and how that system can in fact be used not only for control but to influence the direct outcome of the 2022 midterm elections. Now also in the last episode, I revealed how these systems are also being expanded, greatly expanded and and in great uh, quickness and, and speed. And imp- they're also implementing this stuff across Europe, specifically including the internet and social media. Now, why? Because a widespread, a widespread emergency, such as what happened with COVID-19, is more believable 
more influential if more nations are involved and are in unison. These people in these countries are going to escalate events happening in Russia. They're moving quickly and rapidly to uh, great extents to escalate what's happening in Russia and Ukraine. They're going to entice and provoke Russia. And rather legitimate or not, under the threat, I believe, of cyber attacks and national emergencies, they're going to control every aspect of communications, including the internet, to give them more power and more control. Last year, May of 2021 and September of 2021, I also talked about and revealed to you guys how our government has intentionally, intentionally weakened our military and our defenses, dramatically downsizing our military to a strength to our lowest numbers that we have ever seen historically since before World War I and World War II. There are an estimated amount of about actually less than 400,000 active duty troops, in which just one fourth, one fourth of them, or 100,000 of those troops, are actually deployed in Europe right now to support Ukraine. Now, when this war actually started, if you guys will remember, initially it was only supposed to be two or 3,000 troops. And then from there, it went up to 20,000 troops. And now we are at 100. Thousand troops, 100,000 U.S. troops over there in Europe. Now, this was done, I believe, deliberately and intentionally, not only to prevent our nation from having a strong reaction force right here in our own country in the event of an attack against our nation, but if we have one-fourth, 25% of our nation's military forces deployed, we're leaving ourselves even more vulnerable with the chances of a greater attack to occur on our own soil. Now, as I have said before, over the past two years, this administration has handed over our nation on a silver platter to our enemies. They've opened us wide up for attacks. They put us in so much vulnerable vulnerable positions that it's going to cause us to be even more heavily reliant upon the government. Now, while we were focusing on the LGBT pronouns, the political correctness, all the social justice and COVID-19, all distractions, and now the Ukraine-Russian war, all these things, distractions, all elements of deception and manipulation, perversion, uh, to, while Russia and China are deploying, they were deploying over two and 300,000 troop joint military drills that was taking place. And they've been doing uh, ground troops and drilling in both ground troop deployment exercises and nuclear war exercises and naval exercises since 2020 while we were all completely distracted on everything else. So last year, and last year when our energy sector was being attacked by Russia and China, I talked about how Biden just kind of handed over our list, just handed over this list of our topmost nation's energy infrastructure giving our, enemy, our enemies the exact location and identifying them so that they can literally have everything that they need to cripple this nation without ever having to fire a single missile. And when you look at everything that has happened so far, everything that has been done through this current administration, and if you compare to past events what happened in the 2008 recession where Banks were intentionally weakening the markets to bet and profit off of the bad loans that were sold 
And if you look at insider trading and what's been done in the past, you can see a very identical pattern happening and occurring here. This government and its administration are intentionally weakening this nation, setting everything up in place to gain more control. The massive amounts of inflation, the soaring prices of gasoline, the massive supply issues that are only going to become worse, and the worker shortages, the crisis at the border. These things are not just a coincidence of bad economics or bad policies, because it's all bad policies. These people know exactly what they are doing. It's not because of ignorance. These things are deliberate and intentional actions. There is a method to it all, a plan and a reason for it all. Now, take a look at some of these headlines. The New York Times reports U.S. providing battlefield intelligence to Ukraine, directly giving Ukraine the intel that has helped Ukraine to kill Russia's top generals and leadership in the sinking of its largest warship and its fleet. Described as a classified effort, the U.S. provisions of targeting intelligence to Ukraine also includes anticipated Russian troop movements gleaned from recent American assessments of Moscow's secret battle plan for the fighting in the Donbass regions of eastern Ukraine, according to the Times. Now, in a report by the Federalist, which says that the Times reporting relies on, on anonymous senior American officials, but if true, it represents a sharp and unprecedented escalation of U.S. involvement in the Russian-Ukraine war, such that Congress should immediately debate and vote on rather to authorize the use of military force in Ukraine. Indeed, providing real-time targeting intelligence brings the United States right up to the line of belligerence and arguably over it. The Biden administration seems to understand this. According to the Times, the administration has sought to keep much of the battlefield intelligence secret out of fear it will be seen as an escalation and provoke President Vladimir Putin of Russia into a wider war. Now, to be honest, I believe that this story published by the Times was deliberate and intentional, like everything else, in coordination with the Biden administration. They would like for you to think that this was a leak, but I believe that it's very possible that this leak might have actually been actually orchestrated for the ironic, unwanted purpose of actually provoking Russia even further into aggression to escalate this war even further. Why? So they can authorize a national emergency and seize even more control, including the internet, social media, and the content of information. Now, as the, further, as the uh, Federalist further says, it's entirely possible that Putin will absolutely consider this level of battlefield participation by the United States to an act of war. Now, as I stated in the beginning of this message, there are always two constants that have and they will never change. That is God and the Word of God and then the laws of physics. As mentioned before, they complement and affirm one another. They're absolutely true at all times, no matter what. So for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Newton's third law of physics. For every choice, there's going to be an equal or opposite consequence because God is sovereign. He has set these principles that govern the foundation of both physics and the spiritual world. Meaning, God is just 
and he is sovereignly ruling over the righteous and the unrighteous. Exactly as the Bible says in Romans 8.28, all things truly do work together for the good of those who love Christ Jesus, those who have been predestined, being conformed to the very image of his son Jesus, the process of sanctification. God uses the wicked to test both the wicked and the righteous. God uses evil even for the purposes of building faith and endurance, for correction, and for the testimony of his word. Even Amos 3.6, the Bible tells us, Shall a trumpet be blown in a city, and the people not be alarmed and afraid? Shall misfortune or evil occur as punishment, and the Lord has not caused it? Ezekiel 14 also tells us that God is who causes famine, the sword, and war to occur over a nation as a result of a nation's sin. Now, our nation has committed more evil and more sin than any other nation on the face of the planet, including that of Israel and Sodom and Gomorrah, because our nation, the United States, was founded as a godly nation. We were literally dedicated and consecrated to God by our nation's very first president, George Washington. And also that our nation's Congress, literally, April 20th, 1789, in New York City at St. Paul's Chapel. And since then, our nation has killed and slaughtered over 60 million children. 2 Peter 2.20 tells us that if they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and are again entangled in it, and are overcome, They are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them to not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then turn their backs on it on the sacred command that was passed on to them. So the Bible even tells us, even in Ezekiel 16, that the sins of Israel were even far worse than that of Sodom. So much so that God even brought Sodom back to life. God promised to actually restore the fortunes of Sodom before he would restore Israel, which that was in fact literally fulfilled in 1946 when Jordan became a nation, two years before Israel, the area where Sodom is located. And so I believe God has simply just removed his divine hand of providence, protection, and blessing from our nation and has handed it over to our enemies, to the enemy, allowing for these things to happen. Nothing ever just coincidentally happens. Nothing ever is just by a byproduct of Satan or a random chance. Everything has a purpose and a reason, not just by the enemy, but also by God himself. Now, although President Trump's Middle East peace plan that would have divided up Israel in favor of a two-state solution wasn't officially announced until January of 2020. His economic portions of this deal were actually unveiled as early as June of 2019. That very year and that very month where we passed late-term abortion happening, beginning in New York. And as of this past month, that includes a total of eight states with Colorado being the very last. Now that number, the number eight, I've been talking a lot lot about that number lately. It's also extremely very significant in the Bible. It symbolizes God's eternal covenant with Israel that was given through circumcision, required on the eighth day from birth of every male-born child. So that was not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence or an accident. Our nation has sealed its fate and judgment through the eighth state, through Colorado, for this 
late-term abortion, being able to completely murder and slaughter an innocent unborn child all the way up to its due date. Now, an affirmed official draft opinion reveals that the court will overturn Roe v. Wade, sending power back to the states to ban abortion. Now, this is a huge major step in the right direction for this nation. However, unfortunately, I don't believe this will be enough for God to relent his hand of correction against our nation. But it gets the fire going in the right direction, which ultimately, I believe, will result in an inevitable course of conflict and confrontation of the truth. The act of repentance and the outcome of revival in this nation is going to be forged through trial, and it will have to be fought for. It's not going to be just given. It's going to have to be fought for and won. Now, an article published by the Federalists, it reads, The constitutional crisis that Roe v. Wade set in motion is now upon us. Some suggesting that if the draft opinion is adopted and Roe is overturned, federalism will allow us to sort out our differences on abortion. Now, some states will ban it outright, as Texas and dozens of other states have prepared to do so with so-called trigger laws. Some will enshrine abortion access in law, as California, as well as Colorado, have already done. Once we are all sorted, the two sides can live on and just move on peacefully. But I don't think that will happen quite like that. One reason is that the left will not allow it. The left, abortion is sacred. More than any other political issue or policy preference, it encapsulates a worldview that insists on limitless personal autonomy and recognizes no unchosen obligations. It declares that some people deserve absolutely no protection under this law. In that sense, it transcends politics. It's like a creed, an inversion of our founding creed. All men are not created equal. Now, that should sound familiar because this not, that's not the first time such a creed has been adopted by a vast swath of the country. There is no polite way to say it, and the left hates it when you point this out, but the historical antecedent to the modern less forever or abortion is the antebellum South's forever or chattel slavery. Like the abortion regime, the southern slave regime also had a rigid worldview at odds with the Constitution and natural law. It too was willing to destroy the country rather than relinquish its worldview and way of life. Abraham Lincoln understood the southern slave creed for what it was. He knew that compromise with the slave regime was not possible, that the United States could not endure permanently half-slave and half-free. I do not expect the Union to be dissolved. I do not expect the House to fall, but I do expect it to cease to be divided. He said in his, one of his most famous 1858 speech, it will become all one thing or all the other. Now, this is not 1858. We are not on the principle of a civil war. However, I happen to disagree. But it's not too soon to recognize this crisis for what it is, to admit that we cannot endure with half the country allowing the murder of the unborn and half outlawing it. Eventually, we will become all one thing or all the other. Now, there is no doubt, no doubt whatsoever that a collapse is coming. A confrontation is coming. Every major financial analyst are also predicting a coming economic collapse or at least a major recession. 
when you take a step back and you look at everything that's occurring, everything that's in motion, the supply chain issues, the food shortages, the worker shortages, the dollar on the crisp of plummeting due to the petrodollar system, the massive, massive housing bubble that's about to burst, the tremendous weight and the pressure of all of this just sitting on the sheet of a thin ice, just waiting for that one single domino to fall. That's it. Now, as Christians, we like to be naive. We like the veiled life, especially here in America. We have grown so accustomed to the convenience and consumerism that we honestly, we don't want to know the truth. We don't want to know what's coming, and therefore, we are tremendously unprepared for what's coming. There's a lot of Christians that believe that these things are just going to somehow skip right over them, just pass right by, and they're not going to be affected by it. Like, uh, like the Passover story in Exodus. These folks, they get this philosophy from the passage concerning God's conversation with Abraham, Abraham over Sodom and Gomorrah. Ecclesiastes 3, 16-17, which tells us, Furthermore, I saw under the sun that the place of judgment there is wickedness, and in the place of righteousness there is wickedness. I said in my heart, God, God will judge the righteous and the wicked, since there is a time for every activity and every deed. Over the last two years, at the beginning of the outbreak concerning COVID-19, we learned that the church was not immune to the judgments upon the earth or when they fall upon a nation. In fact, as believers, we are held to an even higher standard of accountability than the world. We should not think to ourselves that these things are just going to impact the wicked or, that, or just one particular people group, but they impact every single one of us. And so I believe that God has spoken all of these things. He's giving warnings through our ministry and so many others in advance so that we will, one, that we will repent, two, we will prepare, and three, when these things do happen, we will know that it was indeed the Lord God who has caused it to happen so that we will be convicted in our hearts with the truth of our wrongdoing and our sin. And Jesus' warning to the seven churches of Revelation, Jesus was absolutely abundantly clear to each of those seven churches, repent, or you will suffer the same fate as everybody else. And that came true, because none of those churches exist to this day. You can't find them anywhere. Nothing but a heap of, of ruins. God was even more abundantly clear through his prophet Ezekiel in Ezekiel chapter 14 that if a country sins against me by being unfaithful and I stretch out my hand against it to cut off its food supply and I send famine upon it and kill its people and their animals, even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they could save only themselves by their righteousness, declares the sovereign Lord. The Lord God holds us, the church, in any biblical nation based upon him to a higher standard of accountability, much higher. Jesus didn't come to lower the bar, but in fact, he came to raise it. He raised the standards for us and how we should thrive and live beyond the laws of the Old Testament, not just of being faithful to them, but even higher in accountability. Now, I'm going to tell you guys this in absolute love, not out of fear, but in truth and sincerity. We've been talking about this since the very beginning. If you live anywhere near the major cities in the Northeast of the United States, if you can do this, you need to get out now. New York City, 
Washington, D.C., Boston, Baltimore. You need to leave if you absolutely can leave. I've talked about this for four years now in the Northeast Coast Prophecies. If you've not already, you need to start preparing your families right now. You need to start stocking up on canned goods, non-perishable foods, clothing, shoes, medication, pet food, water. If you need dental work, get it done right now. Do not wait any longer. Stop putting it off. If you need new glasses or contact lens, get them right now. If you need new tires on your car, get them right now. Definitely make sure your tires are good because when China invades Taiwan, and it will, it's going to be extremely difficult for people to get tires. It's going to be very difficult to even get shoes because the most simplest things that rely on plastics and rubbers, I believe somewhere around 80%, I believe, of our rubber actually comes from Taiwan. If you have children, you need to be thinking about them, what they need over the next couple, from the next 6 to 12 months, maybe perhaps even 18 months. This includes clothing, shoes, toothbrushes, soap, etc. People say to me all the time, well, hey, I, I don't have the money to do all that. I don't have the money to stock up. Canned goods at Walmart go between 30 and 50 cents a can. You can buy an entire pack of canned goods just under three or four dollars so each time you go shopping you should be doing that pick up an extra pack of cans rice you can get two or three pound or even five pound bags of rice for less than five dollars that stuff can make a huge amount of meals that can feed a lot of people at once and last longer soups same thing with soups roman noodles instant soups etc do some research on youtube guys get on the internet Get out there, research. There are extreme, very simple, and very, very affordable things that you can prepare meals for, that you can do for yourself uh, with hardly any cost, maybe $5, and it will feed you and your family. It will last a long time. Research how to do food storage. If you've got babies, if you've got children, and you, you, you don't even have to buy baby food, you can make it yourself, and you can store it yourself. Very easy to do. They're very affordable. As you guys can tell, one of the recent headlines right now in the news is the massive shortage of, of uh, baby formula. It's This is just the very beginning of it, unfortunately. You guys need to be doing this stuff, this kind of stuff, right now before there aren't any supplies out there. Starting this summer, okay, it's going to get rough. And by this coming winter, definitely by this winter, I believe, you're probably not going to be able to find anything because farmers aren't even able to get fertilizer right now. They're not planting. It, it, this stuff is going to catch up. Make sure you keep fuel in your fuel tanks. Get a few extra, a few extra gas cans for fuel storage and put some fuel additives in it so that you can store and preserve fuel. You can buy this stuff on Amazon for little to nothing. Make sure you've got a uh, portable heating or air conditioning solution in case the uh, power grid goes out because uh, we saw that happen last year, actually the last couple years. Even Texas, who has its own power grid, uh, they had a massive uh, issue with their power. So there uh, are very cheap and affordable small little generators that you guys can get, you can buy on Amazon. Make sure that you guys are prepared. Start doing this. If, you've don't got an, uh, if you don't have an RV or a camper, get a large enough tent and make uh, find a way to cook prepare food 
uh, in the event that you guys need to flee your area and you need to find a, a place to temporarily sleep. Even if you have a lot of money, okay, in the event that the dollar starts plummeting, you're not going to be able to rely on money or your bank card to fuel up, especially if there is a panic at the pumps and the fuel runs out. We literally saw that happen, okay? This stuff is real. We have experienced all of it over the last two years. Each one of these events, we have experienced it over the last two years. And so we should know by now, and I believe this is part of God's grace, getting us prepared and ready. We should know how to, by now, we ought to know that we ought to be stocking up. We ought to be preparing and be able to know what to do for when these things do happen. Now, most importantly, above it all, above everything else, if you have not already, you need to give your life to Jesus. You need to give your life to Christ to confess your sins and pray to receive forgiveness in your life. Put your full, complete trust and faith in Christ and in the Word of God. If you have strayed away from the life Christ has called you to walk, it's never too late to turn around and come back to Him, to rededicate your life to Him. The Bible says that God's callings and His giftings are irrevocable, meaning they have never been rescinded. So if you are once in a ministry leadership position, those callings and gifts, they've never left. And if you're not doing so, you also need to be involved in a local community fellowship church. You are commanded, we are commanded to have unity, to have fellowship with the body of Christ. The Bible tells us don't forsake the assembly. Okay, not just spiritually, but physically in person. We need each other. The online thing, okay, it's great, but it's not good enough. We need each other. We need the support and the encouragement of one another, especially in times like this. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your Son, Jesus, for dying on the cross for our sins. We thank you for your precious Word and your Holy Spirit, and I pray that you strengthen and you encourage your church and your body that faith may arise. Those listening to this message will hear your voice. They will hear the truth and be led to you. And I ask that you watch over us and lead us in these difficult times. And may our lives bear much fruit in the lives of those around us that we may fulfill the purposes and the very callings that you have given to us and bring you glory. In Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Now you can find more great teachings just like this one on our website at tribeofchristians.com. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to stay up to date with our ministry and help us to spread the gospel message. This concludes this broadcast episode. Remember to keep running your race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Do not give up. Don't stop doing good. Stay encouraged. Do not lose hope.